What's up? So. <laughs> I think you should start this episode with like five seconds of silence. Okay. <laughs> uh, five seconds of silence <laughs> as a memorial to all of the Highlanders who have fallen yeah. in pursuit of the game and the prize. It's true. Yeah. You know what, dude? I love this show so much. I'm glad. <clears throat> it's like, it's kind of up there with Buffy. It's kind of up there. That far, huh? Yeah. I like Buffy more, I think, but I like this show a lot. It's really awesome. There's a lot to like about it. Oh, yeah. It's filled with life's lessons, I think. It's filled with hunky men, man. Sure. But that's not why I like it, but I am also okay with the fact that Duncan McLeod is very attractive. I dig. I dig. All I want to do is take a pair of scissors to his ponytail. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every time you see him like straight on, I'm like, yeah, he's so cute. And then he turns his head and it's like, Ugh, really? Yeah. Drop that ponytail off. Can I can I share one of the life lessons that that I feel is pertinent from oh, Highlander yeah. the series? Totally. Well, I, I think this show teaches us that regardless of your gender or your sexual preference, everyone, and I do mean everyone, should at some point in their lives have a French girlfriend uh-huh. and an immortal boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Yes. That would be great. Yeah. Both of them are highly attractive. Yeah. Um I totally agree. Yeah. And they make like I mean the most attractive couple ever. Right. Like how I mean it's pretty much terrific. And you know, I've watched this show 80% of the reason why I watch it is because of uh Duncan and Tessa. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. But I do love this show. A large percentage of why I love this show has to do with the fact that Queen does the theme song and the music for it. And I love the fact that I don't think that Queen does the like instrumental stuff in between. No, it's uh it's But a... it's Queen esque. Right. Yeah. Like you know how like shows will be like that they have like their dun 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 things. Mm-hmm. Every time it's something like this something like that on the show it's like a queen guitar riff that's like it's just like you can just picture that they're like in the style of queen you right. know like, yeah, yeah the, the composer for the whole series is a guy by the name of roger bellon mm-hmm. and he definitely takes those queen instrumental type thing the guitar sound and is integrates really the spirit yeah. of that mm-hmm. into into his score totally and it's just the music is also great because with the flashbacks you have the period type music mm-hmm. as well but it's what i like about it is it's not like completely period accurate i mean it still has a twit you know a more mm-hmm. modern tinge to it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Yeah. One of my favorite things um, about like the, the period uh, flashbacks are the fact that like they they don't pick like the most obvious decades and periods for him so far. At least they haven't. They haven't picked like super overdone eras in time. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. So like <clears throat> so far we've seen I've seen him. um as like a cowboy guy who gets hanged and he has a mustache and I didn't even recognize him at first. I was like, 
wait a minute, that's him. And then um, there's like the Russian one where he's like trying to escape from Stalin and he's trying to help people mm-hmm. escape from Stalin. There's like the one where he's like in Asia, um, with like his long hair in Asia. I forget. There's that episode where he's like he has like a Chinese immortal that he's working with. Um, there's the uh, the colonial, like I think it's a Civil War era, and then there's one where he's in the 1920s. So there's a lot. I mean, it's not like they're doing like you know the 60s and the 70s and like things that people see all the time, you know. Right. right. So it's cool. Like you, it's really exciting to see him throughout all these different eras because they're just a little bit unpredictable. I like it. Mm. And and along with that, I think it's a good balance of him being in historically significant circumstances. Right. And also him just chilling out in 1814. Yeah. You know, random, just his life. Yeah. It doesn't always fall into the trope of time travel or flashbacks or whatever where, uh, oh, I'm going to hang out with Einstein and I'm going to hang out with Abraham Lincoln and I'm going to hang out with, you know, Mozart and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there was really only the one so far where he's doing the thing in Russia with Stalin and stuff. But yeah, like um, when Buffy, when they have flashbacks in Buffy, um, a lot of times there are more flashbacks, I think, in Angel than there were in Buffy. But um, they're always like, like during some sort of major event, almost always. Like sometimes there's a few flashbacks in Angel with um, Angel, Spike, Drusilla and um oh my god I just lost her name what's her name oh my god what's Spikes. Darla Darla um and they're all hanging out with like a giant with like the Chinese revolution or something and it's just like you know mass chaos everywhere and whatnot but they're not always in these like historically significant moments but i think i think highlander does a really good time of a really good job of putting him in like you said like a balance of eras that we might recognize and then eras that he's just hanging out you know yeah doing his thing Mm -hmm. totes so yeah i've totally been binge watching highlander pretty much that's a good thing to do i mean i love it it's uh On on one hand, the show screams 1990 syndicated TV. Yeah, but it almost doesn't. But I well, I think it yeah. hold. I think it hold. I think, I think it holds up story wise. Oh yeah, I mean, it screams 90s syndicated TV only in the quality of film and the wardrobe. Right. It doesn't really have i mean i don't know it just doesn't really seem like it doesn't have to be in the 90s like it could definitely it holds up you know i'm trying to think of like other shows that are in the 90s that are like super 90s Mm -hmm. i don't know i can't really think but like i mean it's almost like the first season of buffy is super 90s because 
a lot of it's like the computer stuff is there like you can see like they always have that episode and i'm kind of wondering if there is one of the those for um highlander but the episode where like the internet becomes a monster you know like there's like so many 90 shows that have these have these episodes whatever sci-fi 90 shows were out there where they have an episode where like whatever demon or monster is coming through via the internet and it's coming through the phone line yeah, it's <laughs> unplug the modem ah! <laughs> it's totally there's that episode of buffy that does that it cracks me up yeah um i wonder if there's one of those here but you know what's crazy too? I keep um I keep thinking and I'm glad it doesn't do this, but I keep like my my uh my understanding of like science fiction shows is that somehow they're going to start integrating other science fictiony things. Like oh, now all of a sudden he like he's fighting like monsters, you know, or like like you know how Buffy started off with vampires and then it started doing more like demons right. and monsters yeah. and other things. Like I keep expecting that something else is going to come out where it doesn't. It's just about like one specific foe, the immortals, and that's it. And that's that's really cool because it doesn't get campy, you mm-hmm. know. It doesn't turn into like big guy in a demon suit fighting him. You know what I mean? Like I'm I always x-files does that you know like it starts off with just aliens but then it turned into other like weird and paranormal things you know and like they always i don't know like charmed does that like charmed has demons but then it starts doing other magical creatures that are involved like freaking leprechauns and fairies and shit like it's like they always start after they're established for a little bit they always start integrating like other science fictiony things but this one so far hasn't and i don't think it will but it's really kind of nice that you're not like suddenly like oh okay because there's immortals that means the whole world is like a different dimension than we thought it was but really it doesn't it just means that there are people living in the world that happen to live forever you know right yeah do you know what i mean i think that's cool no i totally i totally get that it it helps the, the series feels if you can accept this con- the concept of immortality absent that the show is very grounded yeah totally and it's not completely far fetched like with buffy it's buffy is this totally unbelievable yet believable world unto itself mm-hmm. whereas with something like highlander if you if you can get that one thing, wrap your brain around that one thing, then it's like, okay, good to go. I believe everything else makes sense. Yeah. 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 It, it I know last time we were talking about like the rules of immortality and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and so I think Highlander what's nice about it, what's good about the concept is that the rules of the Highlander universe are very simple. Yeah. Totally. There's like there's like nothing to it. No surprises. You can jump in on any one of these episodes mm-hmm. and and get it. Mm-hmm. And there, there there are some episodes along the way that kind of help move the bigger picture forward. But for the most part it's it is a very self-contained 
show. I mean, okay, let's talk about that because I've watched 13 and a half episodes so far. I don't sense an overarching plot at all yet. Like, there's really no, there hasn't been like a recurring evil guy. Right. Who keeps eluding him. You Mm -hmm. know, like, there's no, every ep, like, that's my one complaint about the show, which you can't change it anyway because Duncan McCloud is the main character. So, you know, he's not going to ever lose. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) my one complaint Mm. about the show is, the sword fight stuff is cool, but you always know who's going to win. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's like, there's never any mystery to it whatsoever. Right. You know? Yeah. There, to the to the end of every episode. I mean, there's mystery throughout the episode. Like, who is this person? And then, like, sometimes some of the episodes you think it's just a regular crime, but then you find out that whoever's involved is an immortal. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. Like, it kind of gets thrown in. Like, it doesn't always get thrown in at the beginning of the episode. Sometimes it takes half the episode for you to realize that the police chief is immortal, you know? Right. Like, so... That's cool. And there's like mystery there. But I always, uh, sometimes during the sword fights, you kind of like zone out because you're like, well, he's going to win. So, right. Like, I'm going to go refill my coffee right now as I'm waiting for the sword fight to be over. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just kind of, ex- you know, it's going to end up a certain way. Right. So, that, uh, that makes sense. And I, I think that's, that's one of the characteristics of, 1990s and earlier television Mm -hmm. is very few shows had plots that developed and thickened over time. Yeah. That was something that it started with a couple of shows in the 90s, like Babylon 5 would be the big example Mm -hmm. of that in science fiction. And then Deep Space Nine Mm -hmm. kind of follow it along with that but for the most part television has really changed a lot yeah in the last 15 Mm -hmm. years or so because now we we expect shows that have these things that that build over time and there's game-changing events and of course when you have something like you know, I guess Buffy would be another example of there's always you know, the like big late bad. 90s, yeah. 2000s, where you have that that sort of thing. And of course, with Joss Whedon, none of his characters are safe. Yeah, maybe except except for Buffy herself. Right, but even then, even then, she wasn't. She goes through a lot of stuff, and she even dies a couple times. Right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I totally get that. There's there's maybe not the sense of of Jeopardy and and you could probably argue the same thing with Star Trek the Next Generation. Yeah. Which is you always know you that at the end of the episode going to be all right. You know, Picard and Data and, you know, uh Riker, they're going to be okay. Yeah. Um I think I mean even when I first started thinking of um the term like the monster of the day type shows, mm-hmm. you know. I actually do you ever like make up a term and then realize it's already made up. Sure. That's what I did with Monster of the Day. And the reason why I made it up was because of Sailor Moon. Okay. Because Sailor Moon was totally like Monster of the Day. But throughout, there were these episodes every so often that involved the big bad of the season. And they were plot changers, you know? So like you would have your Monster of the Day episodes, but then... 
you know, somewhere randomly a fourth Sailor Scout appears. And that's like the exciting episode that you're like really happy comes on because like every week it was on Toonami, you know, and I was watching it on TV when I was when I think it was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And um, so like, you know, the Monster of the Day ones were good. But then when you would get an episode every so often where it was like, oh, my gosh, there's Sailor Jupiter now. Like that's like a really like partially through the season happy little like surprise Mm -hmm. episode you know and like they also had the big bad every season for those too so i think that was made in the 90s too and so you know that show definitely had more of an idea of television like we see now where there's a big battle at the end of the season and Mm -hmm. you know like something crazy happens at the end of the season i don't know about this one um i'm gonna guess actually i'm looking at the list of episodes right now because i was just gonna make a guess that maybe the last two episodes were like a part one and a part two but they're not they're different um although darius i just saw that darius is in another episode so maybe they have like recurring characters that come yeah there's there's definitely recurring characters yeah and there there are a couple of landmark events yeah. stuff yeah as it were that happens in in the series yeah and you'll see those yeah. when they when they happen um it would be cool if there was like one immortal that keeps eluding him that he has like somehow like it's like a mystery throughout the whole season mhm Whatever. Yeah. That's just a minor complaint. I like it the way it is. Sure. Too, you know. Yeah. Now, have you have you had any episodes where there's a good guy immortal and it doesn't result in a in a kill at the end? Um, I think so. I'm trying to think. Um, have you met Mythos yet? No. Okay. I don't know about that. You like him? Good guy immortal. The only one I can think of is the one with um, Connor McLeod. Right. But yeah, which, by the way, he is way more personable in this series than he was in that entire movie. Hmm. He comes yeah. in and he's like smiley and like, hey guys, hey. right? But in the movie, he's so like stone faced. Yeah. One of my favorite things, though, is how often Duncan McLeod like smiles and laughs. There's a lot of like, like giddy moments he definitely has emotions like you know like a lot of times you have these like manly heroes that they just like they're just doing their like warrior thing but duncan like jokes around a lot especially with richie and like you know he's always he's always like making jokes and doing little stupid things like i just think that's cool that he has like a a wider personality than most like man warriors in other shows you know that's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Plus he yeah. has a really cute smile. <laughs> he's not yeah, he's not all emo about Yeah. I can't. Like die Angel, and... freaking <laughs> Angel. Oh, my life. I'm immortal. Everything yeah. sucks. Yeah. He's just like kinda happy go lucky, dude. Well, Duncan is Duncan is a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, he totally is. And he does he doesn't really want he doesn't want to play the game. No. In the in the first episode, he's depicted as having been avoiding the game mm-hmm. for for quite some time. Yeah, and basically, he just wants to hook up with hot chicks and 
bang him for about 40, 50 years. Yep. And then move on with his life. Move on, you know. Uh, I don't blame him. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I, it's cool. Like, you kind of see little, like, areas of his past. Like, the one episode I think is probably the most important one I've seen so far was the one with Darius and Grayson. So, Darius is that guy who's a monk now. Um, right. And he had, like, he had, um, kind of taken Duncan away from this warrior mentality back in the day. I think it was back in the Civil War era where he was like, you don't need to fight. You don't have to choose sides. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, be more peaceful, whatever. And um, so I guess guess what happened was something about, I think Darius killed a good immortal and took the quickening and then became good. That's what I think happened. So... Excuse me. I'm trying to not talk so loud because my throat hurts really bad. Um, so that was the episode where um, you meet him and Richie is like, so wait, does that mean that if you kill an evil immortal and you take their quickening that you might become evil? And so it was kind of like a <laughs> moment where <laughs> like, right. you know, it was like, who knows? Right. So, But I mean, that's clearly not the case because... Yeah. Everybody that Duncan he killed, kills he is killed a bad Grayson. guy immortal. Yeah, he yeah. killed Grayson, and Grayson was like super evil, and um, he didn't become evil. Um, but I think it's a possibility, which is why he always hates to play the game. Because with this example with Darius, he was evil. He took the quickening of a good guy and became good. So I think there's always that risk. Yeah, I, that's which that's is one true. of the reasons that's why true. he's a little apprehensive to do it in the first place. Right. Yeah. You get that surge of power. I think it's like. You get their it's knowledge. It's like a temptation yeah. and the knowledge. You get and, everything yeah. they know and you yeah. understand what they understand. So that would make sense if they were mm-hmm. evil that you would take their knowledge and understanding and then somehow it would be in you. You right. know? Yeah. Crazy. So let's talk about um, Free Fall. Okay. With Joan Jett. All right. Okay. Let's talk about how it was like a really dumb episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about uh, how you were warning me about the sword fighting and it, you were so right and how i was laughing about how they did all these camera tricks to make it look cooler than it really yeah. was did you do, i don't know when the last time you saw free fall it's was. been quite some time but to like when they were sword fighting they were doing all these like flashy effects like duh, 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 like fast motion slow motion like camera like overexposed like it was like doing all these weird like Right. Like zigzaggy lightning bolt effects, but it was really just doing it so that you could not see how bad of a sword fighter right. she was being. She had about three and a half minutes of stage combat training. Oh my God, for really? That episode. Probably. Well, I mean, it was so bad. It was so bad. Clearly, she had no. The way she was standing, training. Was just like, oh my God, you look like you're like yeah. about to wrestle somebody. Right. Um, I, I'd be really interested to. To learn more about the circumstances yeah, behind we- the making of that episode because, yeah, I mean, it's it's clear that she doesn't really have any – she's just like totally not doing it right I know. at all. Like but- I don't know how – I don't know a damn thing about sword fighting. Yeah. But I can look at her – I mean, I love the episode regardless. I but It is a good episode. I, I- But I can look at her and say like, 
that's just so like you didn't even wrong. ever play with like a long wrapping paper yeah. tube when you were a kid and right. like run around and sword fight like I mean there's it, there's uh, fan movies on YouTube fan films on YouTube that are like a million times yeah. better so but, I was actually like not that disappointed in her acting skills I mean she's better at acting than like Kristen Stewart or Katie Holmes <laughs> here's here's my impression of Kristen Stewart. <laughs> exactly. Sparkle me. <laughs> Little Edward. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, I'm so angry. Oh, I'm so protective. I'm so All in the- love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Pat. She's like pooping every time she does. <laughs> Maybe that's her issue. <laughs> she's she's really just constipated on set. <laughs> So <laughs> she'll, she's afraid to eat the local food. So she just like goes back into her trailer and eats mashed potatoes and cheese all day because that's like safe stuff. But then oh she comes God. out just like, oh. <laughs> dude. And then like Joan Jett isn't so bad. But then, okay, speaking of Katie Holmes, too, um, did you know they're making a movie out of The Giver, the book? Did you ever read that book? No. I read it in like fourth grade for school and then I loved it so much I read it like three more times afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's such a good book and I it's like a kid's chapter book. You should f- hmm. freaking read it to Alex. It's really okay. good. And um, it's like a dystopian. Um, I mean, how old is he? He's seven. What grade is he in? First. So just wait two more years. Okay. Because um, I think people read him in like third grade or fourth grade. Um, but it's like a dystopian book basically and... Um, they're making a movie out of it and Meryl Streep is in it and like um, Jeff Bridges and um, Katie Holmes but every time Katie Holmes tries to look mad she just looks like she's acting <laughs> she's like yeah like her eyes I, I just I wish I could show you guys my face right now <laughs> it's just she's a really bad actress so I was pretty pleased with Joan Jett's ability to like right. you know be pretty convincing especially in the sure. flashbacks yeah, yeah. She wasn't that bad. I mean, she wasn't great, but she wasn't that bad. Yeah. yeah. I was just making fun of her more for the sword fighting. Right, yeah. You would kind of think that somebody <laughs> ro- who's like a rock star and does big concerts and stuff like that would have a little more athleticism, but I guess there's yeah, a difference between but you would think, fighting with a sword. And, you would think a coordinated drummer like me would be better at dancing, and that's not very true. <laughs> so you you know things don't always apply. Yeah, I guess in other so. in other uh, situations. Yeah. So she probably feels more comfortable with the band behind her. And yeah, I mean that's I think that the the effects that they try and use to hide her poor yeah combat skills I, I think that's a good example of 90s production value versus what you could do today yeah like today you would still have to do all of all of the gimmicks mm-hmm. but the gimmicks would probably be much more convincing than what they could have done on like a you know a mac you know se30 yeah and you know some 100 megabyte scuzzy hard drive <laughs> You know, rendering, you know, one frame at a time. Oh, my God. Five hours each or, you know, whatever. That would have been so uh, annoying. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just it's funny how they were covering it up. I think they did it with one other person, too, but I can't remember now which one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple along the way. I don't remember specific yeah, I don't... ones either, but there's a couple. There are a few that are pretty sweet, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm wondering, a few things I'm wondering. I'm about halfway through. Um, I just started watching episode 14. There's 22, so um, a little over halfway through. And um, we've been seeing a lot of this reporter, Randy, Mm-hmm. who is like starting to she's really suspicious of duncan she's right. trying to find what the story is mm-hmm. i think she's gonna f- witness i think something. she wants to well she wants mind. to bang him yeah but <laughs> i mean who wouldn't so i don't blame her but she is very persistent and i think she's gonna witness i think she's gonna follow him and like witness him getting a quickening or something mm-hmm. but i don't think she's gonna tell i think she's gonna keep it a secret hmm. that's what i think We'll see. What do you think about Richie? Richie's funny and dorky and his pants are really high up on his waist. And <laughs> so are Duncan's. I mean, that was a style. But he's, I mean, he's like a fun little addition. Right. You know? Yeah. I think, I don't hate him. Mm-hmm. I like him. And a lot of times he gets into trouble and then it turns out it's an immortal that he's dealing with. So right. Duncan has to come in and save the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I like the way, I like the, the like, the dialogue in this show mm-hmm. they talk like normal people right like they they do like like back and forth like normal conversation a lot like it's, right. it doesn't seem like scripted as much as you know other shows like even buffy like buffy gets really slangy and they all have like you know kind of like that buffy language going on where like one of the biggest contenders of this um uh, like horrible dialogue, like no one really talks like that in real life shows. Is uh, Gilmore Girls? Yes. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one talks like that, right? No one. Yeah, I know you've probably seen an episode or two of that. I've show. seen like one episode yeah. in that. I it was okay. It's not that I. It, 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 I'm Bam. doing that right now. Sorry, right. guys. Uh, <laughs> It's not that I thought it was a bad show. It entertained me. But it was almost like, hey, look what we can write. And hey, look what lines we can learn. I know. And look how, how much wit we can cram into yeah. two minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, that show, granted, that show was like during the time period, all the other shows that were going on were like super sexified and like teen drama, like like over the top. Like, you know, when that show came out, I was probably like a freshman or a sophomore in high school. And I was a little bit, you know, I acted younger than I was probably. I didn't, I wasn't like a popular girl. So I was kind of dorky. So I like, I didn't want to see a show that was like super sexy all the time. It like grossed me out. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for that shit. Right. I keep swearing today. I'm sorry. So Gilmore Girls was a nice like reprieve because that show was pretty clean, you know? And I mean, Whatever. It was it was okay. I didn't I watched maybe like the first season or something when it came on, but that show, the dialogue th- is crazy. Yeah. The dialogue in the show is way more believable. It's way more I don't know, it just sounds like they're goofing around and talking back and forth. Especially Richie. I think they deliver their lines really well. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good they're good actors. Uh the guy that plays Richie's good. Adrian Paul is good. Yeah. I think uh, all three of them, the main characters. Tessa's Tessa's fine. Yeah, I I think I think we as uh, American pigs 
probably look at her kind of cynically because she definitely has like the like the French yeah thing going on yeah so it it's going to seem a little bit unnatural to us regardless yeah but i think for what she's doing it's and she's, she's actually fine. french right yeah 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 because you can tell because the way she pronounces things and the way she um like her uh enunciation and dictation right. the melody of how she says stuff is not american right, right. pronouncing french yeah. it's if it were an american actress they would speak doing like a French shtick. It would be like, oh, Duncan, you're so handsome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be like totally our version of French people. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I didn't, I haven't been offended by her acting at all. Yeah. No, she's good. Um, I think the, the three main characters kind of carry the show pretty well. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm really excited as you continue forward watching the show and, and we'll, uh, We'll stick with this series for probably another three weeks, maybe, or three episodes on the show here. Yeah. And, How many seasons uh, are there? There are six seasons. Nice. And the final season is very interesting. Well, what are we going to do then? Are we going to just do half the show? Do we want to do six episodes on this show? We could. I mean... We could. I mean, you're so into it. I'm totally and I'm into, into it. it I'm going to watch it anyway. It. And I'm into it too. Sure. Let's just, let's do that. Why okay. not? We have, we have all the time in the world. Yeah. This on is this our podcast. podcast. Yeah. No rules. Yeah. No rules apply. Yeah. All right. So that's good. Let's do so, it. And I think um, we have some, we, uh, well, you had put a, uh, you put a tweet out there. I don't tweeted, twittered, twatted. Uh, the, you twatted some. <laughs> Uh, about when we had that like meeting over Skype about the future of nerd novice. Yes, and um, which, by the way, <laughs> funny story about that meeting. Oh yeah, it was it was supposed, supposed to we were going to gonna do an episode, and, and then we, we just, just talked chatted. for like two hours instead. <laughs> and at the end of our conversation about the future of the show, it was like ten forty five. Was great, yeah. and then you know just chitty chat about our personal lives. We were like. Okay, is, we're too tired. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We need bonding conversations yeah. too in between. Yes. Um, but you know, if you guys didn't see that tweet, you should know that we have some really awesome ideas yeah. for the future of this show. Yeah. We're we, really pumped. We have we have a roadmap. Oh yeah, that's gonna last us years. Oh yeah, basically. I mean, and the coolest thing about it is like our original roadmap included doing maybe three or four episodes of this. Now we're gonna do six episodes, so everything's getting pushed back even further. It's really cool. I think right. it's cool we can just like change yeah. stuff in the middle. Yeah, it's great. I mean, when we find things that we really like, then we can we have the the freedom and flexibility to take our time with them. Yeah. And the other thing is when we find things we don't like, which has also happened yeah. in the past. Battlestar. <laughs> then we go, ah, screw it. You yeah. know, let's move on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all good. And we're obviously really happy that you guys are yeah, along for the ride with that. We're really pumped about the uh, interaction that we've been getting. Yeah. I'm, we get I'm good really emails, excited. good tweets. Yeah. It's all, it's all really good. Totally. So we'll talk, uh, we'll talk about some season two cool. Highlander episodes next week. We're not going to specify. You know, like what episodes we're going over. We're right. just going to say season two. Yeah. Just go yeah. watch watch them. Binge watch, watch it. some. Yeah. Yeah. 
You don't have anything better to do. No. Right? What are you even doing with your life? Yeah, seriously. You shouldn't even be doing whatever it is you're doing. You shouldn't even be listening to this. I mean, just watch. You should be listening to this while you're watching Highlander. Right. At the same time. Right. Your brain can handle it. It's like a non commentary commentary track. Yeah. You just multitask that shit. Yeah, do it. Come on. Do it. Right. (laughs) So that's it for this week. Yeah. More next time. Yeah. All right. See you guys later.